Welcome to Season 3 of the Self-Care with Busi podcast, a season that is all about unlearning and learning. With each episode that you listen to, may you uncover those beliefs or thoughts that don't serve you. Unpack and unlearn them so you can make space for new thoughts and beliefs that will move you towards being the best version of you. I remember you started off blogging and then there must have been a transition where you were like, okay, no, I actually want to be a stylist. So what inspired that love for fashion for you to even decide you want to start doing something around the fashion space? To be quite honest with you, Busi, my inspiration is quite a sad story. I was sexually abused as a child. And I think when you are a victim of abuse, especially rape, something that happens to you is that you always feel dirty. You always feel dirty or, you know, you just feel worthless. And for me, as soon as my parents allowed me to start picking up my own clothes, I used to use that to feel good. Who knew? I started finding that I actually enjoy this and I could put things together. And that's where it actually, honestly, that's where it started from. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember you sharing that story with me and how even during that coach lab time, when we were in that program together, you used to feel like, you know, if I look all put together and everything is like, then I'm going to feel as though people can't see everything that's going on inside. Thank you for sharing. Like, thank you for being open enough and vulnerable enough to speak about the abuse that you've gone through. There'll be a number of people who will find some sort of comfort, like if they've gone through the same thing, but they're not yet at a point where they can talk about it openly and they feel as though they might be alone, maybe going through whatever it is that they're feeling alone. I think your story is going to give courage to those people to know that you're not alone. Bad things can happen, but you need to try and find a way of moving through them and find that thing that maybe can bring you back to life that inspires you to be able to do more of what it is that you love. So now in your life journey, life journey, what have been some of the things that you found that you had to unlearn? Things that you believed, things that you thought maybe were true, just going through life, growing up, even through your abuse, that you've had to get yourself to a point where you're like, okay, this is not a thought or a belief that is serving me and I need to unlearn whatever that is. I needed to unlearn that I'm not enough. When you're a child and somebody takes something so sacred to you, you feel so many things and most of those things are very negative thoughts. You feel like you're dirty, you feel like you're not worthy, you feel like I'm not enough, you know, you feel like no one will ever love me, you feel like you damaged goods. And I mean, it's, it's a whole list of things that I can talk about, but I think the biggest thing that I've struggled with is feeling like I was enough. Like I was, for a long time, I felt like I was not enough. Hence, I had to dress up all the time. I had to, like, I had to overdo things just to feel like I'm fine and I fit in and maybe I'm going to be liked. And it goes into even the relationships that I have with people, friends, family, even boyfriends, you know. For a long time, I've always felt like I was not enough. And secondly, one of the most biggest things is there's nothing wrong with me. Like, it's okay to be me like this, like all of me. For example, when I grew up amongst the grandchildren, I was the most darkest if I may say, the complexion. And, you know, when you grow up, I don't think the grandmas and the aunts know, but hey, this dark one, hey, this, mm. you know, this, this, things like that. They don't know, but it's a scar. You grow up feeling like 
there's something wrong with me you know yeah because uh, having having a darker complexion in in society is not yeah. something that's always been i'd say it's not celebrated you're not going to be made to feel like oh you're also beautiful or whatever so for whoever might be watching yeah. and they're thinking why would your complexion have anything to do with anything it's such a major thing in the black community, black society. What shade of dark are you? Even when kids are born, the grandparents, the aunts, like they're all going to be worried whether the child is going to be super, super dark or they're not. And it just becomes a huge topic of discussion. So, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with me. You know, there's like this, everything, chubby cheeks, I don't know, whatever. As it that, is, yeah. As it is, is perfect. And honestly, the moment I started dwelling into that, you just feel like there's a huge weight off of you. And even the energy and the aura that I give off, I come across as someone who is happy with who they are, someone who is somehow somewhat confident. And that is so empowering because most act fake to be confident, to be this, to be that. There's so many issues that are happening with people trying to be something else. I don't even want to say I've got anything against people that change who they are, whatever. But I think for me, looking at myself in the mirror and saying, oh my God, this is so gorgeous. Yeah. Like everything. Because to be quite honest, I think up until I started going to therapy, I can honestly say I've been able to look at myself in the mirror, not do my eyebrows, look at this person, stare at this person, take everything in honestly this year i think the beginning of this year it was hard like it was always more of i just want to do but not everyone looks at themselves in the mirror take a moment and just love and embrace this person and how did you get to that point what happened for you to realize that i have these limiting beliefs and thoughts about myself And I need to change that. What was that defining moment for you where you realized that I need to do something to unlearn this? I think even before talking about getting comments from my friends and my family, I knew I was not happy. And I felt, I remember one day sitting and saying, I am a traitor to myself because this body, Busi, carries me so much through a lot of things sometimes I, even for you feel like your body and your soul are like two different things but it's actually one thing this hand everything is there for you and i was disconnected so the moment i realized that i'm unhappy and i feel like i am not honest with myself i keep on praising everyone else i keep on rooting for everyone else but i never really take in and appreciate this being this person and it was painful. It was painful because I was not living a real life. I was not being honest to myself. I was not being my biggest cheerleader. And it's so funny because I'm someone who always believes that, obviously, after the abuse, I've, I grew up saying I'm all I have. I didn't tell anyone when, when anything, everything was happening to me until I was older and I could start telling my parents and going to therapy, but I've always been all I have, but I've always been all I have in a survival mode, not a loving mode, you know, and because I was in survival mode, I was always a victim and never someone who loves or takes care of himself. So it was my soul and it was my body. And then I had to bring everything together and realize that it's actually much better here. You know, I actually love this space. 
I actually love that I'm extra and it's okay, you know? So I think the fact that I was very unhappy and I couldn't even put a, like, what is wrong? And I realized it's because I was two different people. My soul, my body were like not- We're not aligning. Yeah, they were not aligning. I think that is, it's such a beautiful story even of growth, like that journey through realizing when you're unhappy and being able to sit with yourself and actually ask yourself, what exactly is making me so unhappy? And then when you realize that, okay, this is what's making me unhappy, how did you go about learning new behaviors that actually serve you? To be quite honest, it is therapy. I went to therapy. I think I saw two psychologists until I found one that I actually get along with and who actually... That was another thing. That's another thing I always say to people when they will ask, oh, who's the best psychologist that I could go to? Maybe recommend someone in Johannesburg. And I say someone that I went to might not be someone that you're going to see and you gel with. So don't be afraid to shop. I say shop around for psychologists, but don't be afraid to do that. Yeah, yeah you need find to, someone like, that you, you, you feel like, yeah. okay, I can talk to this person. 100%. Because, I mean, I went to two. There was, I went to one before I was admitted uh, at a castle. And when I was in a castle, they gave me another one. And, like, it was just not working out, yeah. you know. And also, I think another problem that I had was I was so worried about disappointing them, the psychologist, ah. and saying, okay, it's working out for us. So, you see me not feeling like I'm worthy or I'm enough or I even deserve to have a voice to say, no, actually, this is not working. It's not working, yeah. Yeah. And then I realized if I keep on putting them first and not me, you know, they're just here for the money, like, and I'm here for healing. So when I found the one that I found, I think that's when everything just gelled. So I think for me, therapy and op- honestly opening up to the right people, keyword, right people. Yeah. Because I'll tell you one thing, you see, there's a couple of people who I was vulnerable around and shared so many things that they then took that and used that against me. Wow. So you wow. need to be very careful who your confidantes are because yeah. I might be smiling with you and acting like a K where else I just want to find out your weakness and use that against you. So keyword, the right people and the right people don't just come. Sometimes you might meet somebody and they're genuine, but sometimes you must go through like study people before Get you to know up. them. Yeah. Get that's one them. thing. That's one thing I think I've also shared. I've had to learn, like unlearn and learn. It's just that don't just be so trusting when you meet someone and you think, oh, they're a nice person. And you're just like, this is my life story. This is me. I also used to be exactly the same. And you'll get burnt. And I think one of the things that people need to, to realize is that as soon as something is not reciprocal, like you're always that person who's you're putting in an effort to like try and build this friendship, but there's nothing else coming from the other side. It's a one-way street. The person is there to listen to like whatever you're talking about, ask you a bunch of questions about your life, about whatever's going on, but there's really nothing ever that comes from their end. And it's not a two-way street type of thing. That's red flag. That's a red flag. Number one, Like if a person is like, how do I know whether I can share with this person or I don't, you just need to pay attention. Spend time with that person, get to know them and pay attention when they say things and when they do things. Because sometimes they can say all the right things, but when it comes to actually doing things, you're just like, 
I don't think you're the one. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone is your friend, girl. Just because you are nice to everyone does not mean other people will be nice to you. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. So now, how do you take care of yourself? Like, that's one of the questions that I like asking since we're talking all things self-care. How do you take care of yourself? Daily, on a daily, maybe... I don't know, is this, some people will say I take a month, not, no, I take a day in a month off work as a mental health day, for example. And then there'll be other things yeah. that they do on a daily basis. But when you're like, okay, this is me taking care of myself. What does that look like for you? Actually, it used to be all the short-term solutions, like I'm going to go buy something and I'm going to come back. I'm going to feel good for them. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. For me, mental health days, or like it's not even once, it ha- it's every week when I see my therapist because, I don't know, I feel like going to do my hair, it's good, it's nice, you know, but it does not necessarily work for me. And remember, I think there's nothing wrong with that and people need mm-hmm. to understand that we're different as people. You, a coffee date might you know do wonders for me but for me as i feel i need the therapist i need to let it out and he needs to be like you know no 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 come back come back so that's where i am right now i feel like i'm still at the beginning beginning of like my healing journey you know he, we had to strip off everything i had to start at the bottom you know and for me that is so fulfilling and i like that it's like we are building towards something. Yeah. Because I'm going to buy a dress, a beautiful dress, expensive dress, but that dress sits in my wardrobe, only comes out once in a while when I have to wear it. But what we do with a therapist is that we are working on this and this, and I can't take off my, my soul. I can't take off my thoughts. They're always here. So they need to be proper. They need to be alive. They need to be positive. So every week, once a week, sometimes twice. <laughs> Those are my self-care uh, mental health days. So that's what works for me. And yeah, then, yeah, that's... now and then we buy clothes, of course. We look nice. We take photos. Yeah, I think that is, it's so important what you just mentioned with what works for you might yeah. not be what works for the next person and what works for them might not be what works for, for me or, you know. And I think that's one of the things where for the longest of times it was like self-care is just, you know, you putting on a mask on a Sunday, self-care is taking a bath, self-care is yeah. going to get your nails done. And those are things that are part of self-care, but there's so much to it. And it's not everything yeah. that's going to work for all of us. That's the one yeah. thing I think when I started Self-Care Globe, I thought, okay, I want to share as many things that people are doing out there. So somebody might discover something that they've never maybe heard of, something they've never tried. They try it and then maybe they find, oh, I actually like this. Or they try it and then they realize this actually doesn't work for me. And that is okay. We're individuals. Different things are going to work for us and even different things at different times. Sometimes something that might work for you today, it might not work for you the next day. And that's okay. I have developed something that I called bonus self-care days that just come unprepared, unplanned. And you know what that is? What is that? Standing up for myself. Oh, yay. When given an opportunity to do that, oh my God. I the love death, that. I, they don't come all the time. Because for me, growing up, as much as I'm, I blab a lot, but I used to 
be so scared of confrontation. This new Ifeli is able to say, it's not, it's not all the time, but I'm able to say, Wusi, what did you mean? You know, I did mm. not like your tone when you said this. Actually, I don't think I'm comfortable with one, two, three. And those for me yes. are so empowering. They're oh. so empowering. And I call them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know I talk a lot, but learn. <laughs> we need to stop being humble about things. We are raised to be humble. And that is the reason why so many young black girls feel that they can't overachieve or they can't be better than other people because we are raised to be humble. That yeah. needs to stop. And I think there's nothing wrong with mentioning things that you've done, things that you've accomplished. Yeah. It can actually even help open up doors for you. But it is something that we need to learn. Like you need to learn to speak about things and be comfortable saying I've done xyz because it's something you've done it's definitely an unlearning and learning all on its own like to just be comfortable owning whatever it is that you've managed to achieve and use that to be able to open other doors for yourself (laughs) if people want to follow you like where can they find you so it's at ifeli mafala on instagram and yeah the blog is coming back remember my blog used to be i'm extraordinary i still mm-hmm. feel like i am there's no one like me yeah i'm also on that you know i want to start having podcasts as well videos and yeah i'm but, but for now it's i i feel on instagram and then yeah as soon as new things come i'll keep updating and i know you'll share definitely yeah, so, yeah. definitely yeah. thank you so much for sharing This has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. My name is Busi, and I thank you once again for listening.